coming up. Y'all, y'all see, it wasn't a seem like. He didn't say, Lord, I'm asking for help, but it seemed like you're not listening. He didn't say that, did he? Okay, and you don't say that either when you ask God for help. You ain't saying that. You say, God, you ain't listening to me. Now, you may not say the words, but your spirit and your mind, your thoughts and your feelings are saying, God, you ain't listening. Abaka said it. He said, you ain't listening, God. <laughs> That's what he said. And he says, and I, I, be, I, I didn't just ask you one time. I continue to ask you. You ain't listening. Hello. And thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. For followers of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior marked the beginning of eternal life with God. In this four-message series, It's Not Over, learn more about living in God's will in practical ways. Here is Pastor Rob with the fourth message in the series, Just Trust God, part one. So again, our topic for today is it's not over, just trust God. And I said before we got started that I wanted to challenge you to reset, to hit the reset button, to reboot, to reboot yourself spiritually. Because as we said, you can gradually and slowly and subtly find out you're slowing down spiritually. Your response to God is slowing down. His response to you, slowing down. Your, your recognition of his presence, slowing down. And sometimes we just got to press reset and reboot. So today, it is my prayer that every single one of us will reboot today. We will reset today. We will reset ourselves spiritually so that we can function at the optimum level in this life. That's the goal. That's the goal of the reset. We're not, we're not going to hit that button just for the sake of saying I hit that button. We're hitting it so that we can function at our best, at the optimum we can spiritually. So I want to challenge you today to reset. And I, this message is a perfect uh, uh, encouragement and motivation to reset today. Just to reset. So the first points are, are the same points we had every, all, the, all the weeks because I want to make sure we get this. So write this down. A, on your paper, why is it important to understand that it is not over? Why is it important to understand that it is not over? And number one, so that we can live according to the will of God. So that we can live according to the will of God. As I said before, if you're thinking it's over and you're feeling like it's over, y'all know that brings on desperation. That makes your heart start beating. It makes your adrenaline start flowing. It makes your mind start spinning when you're feeling like your back is against the wall because you're thinking it's over or this is it. I want to tell you it's not over so you can calm your spirit, you can relax, and you can stay in the will of God that you don't do something crazy or stupid that takes you outside the will of God. And here Romans 1.17 says, For in the gospel the righteousness of God is revealed, 
and the righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. So to stay in the will of God, to stay in the will of God, you have to. There, there is no other way to stay in the will of God but to live by faith. You just got to know that. Okay? There's no, there's no, 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 no special uh, remedy, no special act. You, it is, you will not be in the will of God if you're not living by faith. You can take that to the bank. Okay. And, this, and this is just not just for now and today or even New Testament. That's Old Testament stuff. In fact, uh, as we're going to see from the book of Habakkuk in the Old Testament, Paul was making this statement about living by faith. Okay, So you have to live by faith to stay in the will of God. Um, B, um, these no fill-ins, but we wanted to repeat this so that you'll know um, these things. So who is it not over for? If it's not over, who is it not over for? It's not over for those who decide that God's will is most important and put their trust in Jesus Christ. That's who it's not over for. <clears throat> We've got to get that in our spirits. And C, well, then I need to know, well, what, it, what is it? If it's not over, then what is it? It is whatever challenge a person can face in this life. That's what it is. Whatever your challenge you can face, that's it. It's not over. And D, why is it not over? It's not over because Jesus Christ has overcome all troubles. Jesus Christ has overcome all troubles. We gave you scripture references for those in the other messages, but we got to get these truths in our spirit that Jesus has overcome all troubles. And so that takes us to today's message, the new part of today's message, because Habakkuk had two major troubles, two major problems. <laughs> and, and <laughs> he's a good example of showing us how God has and Jesus has overcome our troubles. Habakkuk had a problem. He had a problem. And this, these two, these, this problem caused him to question and complain to God. Uh, I'm sure some of y'all been there before. And you, had, you had a problem and you, you had some questions for God. And then them questions turned in complaints, into complaints. Yeah, I, had a, I had a coworker tell me, I told y'all this before, I had a coworker tell me once before that I don't understand. Why things ain't going right in my life. He says, he says, I've been praying. I've been reading my Bible. I've been doing this and that, and I don't understand why stuff ain't going right. I, I, I didn't tell him at the time. I had some other words for him, but I should have said, you need to read the book of Habakkuk. Because <laughs> the book of Habakkuk would answer some of your questions. That's why we're here today. Because <laughs> yeah, Habakkuk had a problem similar. He had a, he had a major problem. And um, his, he, he, so he asked God two major questions. The first was, why does God not punish sin? That was his first question. And his second question was about his subsequent answer to the first question. So ain't that funny? Habakkuk asked God, why does God not punish sin? That was his main, the meat of his question. And then when God gave him an answer, God's answer made him have another question. Anybody been there? <laughs> 
You've been there where you asked God something, and then God gave you an answer, and then that answer said it, it took you into an even deeper, more troubling and puzzling question after he answered your first one. He's like, and this is what happened in here with Habakkuk, and this is why we need to reset, because Habakkuk had to reset. All right. And so here's, we ask this question, when is it not over then? When is it not over? Number one, it's not over when your prayers seem to go unanswered. It's not over when your prayers seem to go unanswered. Now, I, I put the word seem in here, and in some of the other points I use the word appear, but I know when your prayer going unanswered, it don't just seem like it. it Y'all yeah, been there? It don't, I, I, I'm saying this because that's what's real. But at the time, you're not thinking this, this is just some kind of, yeah, you're not thinking this is a mirage. You know, you're not, you're like, no, you ain't answered me. <laughs> you know, you ain't, you ain't saying to God, it seemed like you ain't. No, the way you're feeling is like, God, you ain't answered. That's where Habakkuk was. He, he, I had to put the seam in there because I don't want, I, when you read this again, I don't want you to get stuck where Habakkuk was stuck. So I'm going to put the seam in there and, and appear so you don't get stuck there. So that you'll, when you look at this back again, you'll know, no, it's just an appearance. It's an appearance. It's, it's not real. It's an appearance. It's an appearance. And that's where Habakkuk was. And see, see, part of the reason that we don't see it or understand it is because God has already made it very clear that my ways are not your ways. My, my thoughts are not your thoughts. So it's because our ways and our thoughts are not like God's. Sometimes we think we see something we don't really see. <laughs> we think we see something that ain't really there. And God has to tell us, no, you, you need to look at this from my perspective and, and change your mind. And so that's what Habakkuk had to do. So Habakkuk 1-2 says, and this is Habakkuk talking to God. He says, Lord, I continue to ask for help. When will you listen to me? Y'all see, it wasn't a seem like. He didn't say, Lord. I'm asking for help, but it seemed like you're not listening. He didn't say that, did he? Okay, and you don't say that either when you ask God for help. You ain't saying that. You say, God, you ain't listening to me. Now, you may not say the words, but your spirit and your mind and your thoughts and your feelings are saying, God, you ain't listening. Habakkuk said it. He said, you ain't listening, God. <laughs> That's what he said. And he says, and I... I, be, I, I didn't just ask you one time. I continue to ask you. You ain't listening. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if y'all feeling me. I'm gonna take y'all. I gotta take y'all back a little bit. I gotta take. I gotta take y'all back. <laughs> I gotta take y'all back to when when maybe you was five. When you was five. When you was five. And just go back with me when you was five. And just I don't know what city you was living in, what town, what house, what street. You know though. You know. You know. Uh, you know what street it was, and 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 you know you five, and, and you know and you 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 got your mama's, you know, you holding on to her pants, and you going, mama, <laughs> mama, 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 <laughs> you know, you, you mama, mama, 
Y'all ain't never done that, mama, mama, mama. Because <laughs> she ain't listening. Right? And you, you, you trying to get her attention. You're tugging on her. You keep saying her name over and over and over again. And finally, she get tired of hearing you. And she say, what? <laughs> and then you say, mama, I was calling you. Y'all, go on. You've been there. If you have, you can't make mind. Remember yourself doing it. Remember your your kids or your grandkids or somebody. I was calling you, Mama. You didn't come. You didn't come, Mama. See, that's what Habakkuk was. He says, "I've been continued to ask you, and you ain't listening." He talking to God, y'all. He talking to God. I'll come to tell you today that it's not over. It's not over when it seems that your prayers are unanswered. It's not over. Number two, write this down. It's not over when it appears that God is doing nothing about evil. It's not over when it appears that God is doing nothing about evil. Habakkuk asked this question. Look what it says in Habakkuk 2 through, um, 2 through 3. I cried to you about the violence but you did nothing. Y'all get this. Habakkuk is talking to God. He says, I cried about the violence and you did nothing, he tells God. And then it reads on. People are stealing things and hurting others. They are arguing and fighting. Why do you make me look at these terrible things? Y'all turn on the news lately? Huh? It, it, it seems to not stop with people going into schools with guns and pulling the triggers. It's going on and on and on. Habakkuk says, there's violence, Lord, and you ain't doing nothing. People are stealing. They're hurting people, and they're arguing and fighting. And he says, why do you make me look at this stuff? Does it sound like today or not? It, this, this was written around 600 B.C. Isn't it so relevant right now? So it's not over when it appears that God is doing nothing about evil. You just got to know that. Don't let it push you to desperation. Don't let it worry you to death. And I'm not saying don't be concerned about it, pray about it, or try to act on it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just don't get desperate. Just know it's not over. See, some people... And they even said, they interviewed some people of these shootings and stuff, they, and they said, you know, I never thought it would happen to me. And that's the case. It's like you hear about it, but you don't think, is it across? But it can. It can cross each and, one of, each and every one of our path. The thing we saw on TV, that could be us. So I stop by to tell you that it's not over. It's not over. Number three, write this down. It's not over when the justice system is not working. It's not over when the justice system is not working. Habakkuk 1.4 says, the law is weak and not fair to people. Don't that sound like today? I, I'm going to tell you again, this was written 600 years before Christ. And it reads on, evil people win, win their fights against good people. So, so the law is no longer fair 
and justice does not win anymore. Don't that feel like today? <laughs> you see how relevant God's word is? Habakkuk had a problem, y'all. He had a problem. He had a problem uh, that's no different than folks, the problems some folks have today. He says, Lord, the violence, evil is winning. The justice system ain't working. And you ain't doing nothing, he says to God. Now, understand this. Habakkuk was not talking about uh, wicked nations or wicked people. He was literally talking about the injustice and the violence that was happening amongst the children of Israel. <laughs> Y'all can understand. He was talking about the folk, the, the stuff, the wrong, the unfairness, the injustice that was happening amongst God's people. Uh, oh, yeah, Y'all with me? He, in other words, he was talking about injustice in the church. Unfairness in the church, violence in the church, by the church, God's people being violent toward God's people, unfairness amongst the people of God. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. We 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 have we have a problem. We have a serious problem. Part of what's been in the news is what's going on with. The, 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 the abuse of clergy in the church. Habakkuk wrote this a long time ago. We need to pray for the church, y'all. I know you've been praying. You need to continue to pray for the church. We need some help because something's not right. Habakkuk's plea and questions and complaints had to do with the people of God. It had to do with the people of God. We need to pray that God's power and God's righteousness and that God will give his guidance, his mercy and his grace to his people. So the justice within God's people wasn't working. Don't that sound like today? The church is under great scrutiny today. The justice in the church ain't right. Wow. <laughs> Number four, write this down. It's not over when you don't agree with God's process. It's not over when you don't agree with God's process. So God responds to Habakkuk right here in verse five through nine. So remember Habakkuk's question. He said, God, you ain't, I've, been, I've been praying to you. You ain't did nothing about the violence, about my prayer. You ain't responding. There's wrong going on amongst your people, and you're just letting it happen. God, what's going on? God responds. God responds to Habakkuk. Look what he says here. He says, look at the other nations. Watch them. You will be amazed. I will do something in your lifetime that will amaze you. You would not believe it even if you were told about it. I'm going to pause. I want to let that marinate a little bit. God is responding to Habakkuk's complaint. And God says, look at the other nations. I'm going to do something. And it's going to amaze you. And it's going to be so amazing 
that you wouldn't even believe it if somebody told you about it. You know, so I, if you like me, when you when you read that part, you're going like, God, amaze me, amaze me, God, I want to see your amazing, your amazing work, amaze me. And, and, and God began to tell Habakkuk what he was going to do. And look what happens here. God says, uh, verse five, he says, I will make the Babylonians a strong nation. I mean, <laughs> God says, I'm going to make this other wicked nation strong. Now, get this now. Roll with Habakkuk on this a little bit because Habakkuk's complaining about the violence and the wrong and the injustice amongst the people of God. And God responds to him and says, I'm going to strengthen the other folk. He didn't say, okay, Habakkuk, I'm coming. I'll fix it. No, he said, no, I'm going to strengthen the other folk, that other wicked nation. And then he reads on. He says, they are cruel and powerful fighters. They will march across the earth. They will take houses and cities that don't belong to them. Are y'all walking here? Habakkuk is complaining about the injustice, and now God is telling him, I'm going to take this wicked nation. They strong. I'm going to make them strong and powerful, and they're going to, they're going to steal or take other folks' stuff. He's like, Habakkuk, I just, I just told you to fix this other problem where folks ain't doing right. And you telling me that you're going to make the Babylonians strong? <laughs> it, it reads on. He, he says they're going to take cities that don't belong to them. Verse 7, the Babylonians will scare the other people. They will do what they want to do and go where they want to go. Verse 8, their horses will be faster than leopards. <laughs> And more dangerous than wolves at sunset. Y'all, are y'all walking here? God says, this is what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to make you, I'm going to make the horse more dangerous than the wolf. <laughs> God said, this is what I'm going to do. And then it reads on. Uh, uh, their horses, their, the, their horse soldiers will come from, a far, from faraway places. They will attack their enemies quickly like a hungry eagle swooping down from the sky. The one thing they all want to do is fight. <laughs> God says he's going to strengthen this group of people. He's going to make them strong, and all they want to do is fight. <laughs> see, I told y'all I'm going to challenge you to reset. Y'all, y'all see, y'all see how something your computer ain't working right right now, right? So some, some don't seem to line up right now, right? It's like this is where Habakkuk is. Habakkuk is going like, <laughs> y'all know. Just think, if 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 we could, if if we could if we could get into Habakkuk's mind at this point and put that image on a computer, we see that circle just spinning. You know, y'all know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all just, it just, and it says working, working, working. Y'all know that's what will be happening in Habakkuk right now. It'll just be spinning, it'll be spinning, it'll just be spinning. And he's sitting there like, you know, okay, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> that's where Habakkuk was. He says, God, I ask you about the violence and injustice amongst your people, and you telling me that you're going to make these wicked people even more wickeder? You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. 
you know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. And God had to make Habakkuk understand, I, you don't fully understand me, do you? And you can't possibly fully understand me. Because if you did, then you'd be God. And God was saying, I'm God, and you don't fully understand me. So when you get to that place you're not understanding, just keep Get into your place and in your lane. And your lane is living by faith. That's your lane. <laughs> and trust in me. That's it. That's your lane. Hey, that's your lane. Thank you for listening. <laughs>